from high heels to making deals, this is Pretty Politics. No power suits were harmed in the making of this podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Pretty Politics Podcast. I'm Heather Gardner. I am out in California doing my liberal left things. And we have over in Indiana, Kayla, take it away. Doing the Republican right thing in Fort Wayne. That's what makes this podcast so unique. Heather in California. I am here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You really don't get much more right and left than that. But the good news about this podcast, Heather, we can talk politics without all the hate. At least on here. I'm not saying we do that on social media because sometimes it can get pretty ugly. But <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, I have I have made an effort. And um, if you're just joining us for the first time, um, just know that Kayla and I are very, very, very good friends who agree on absolutely nothing. Pretty much, for the most part. Like nothing but our shoe sensibility in common. The rest, it's just out the window. The good news is also, like she said, if you're just tuning in, you can get previous episodes right now at prettypoliticspodcast.com. They're all right there. You're going to want to give them a listen. I can guarantee it. But Heather, we have so much to talk about. It's ridiculous. But let's also preface, this is pretty politics. So we'll do our best to keep it pretty because... It's been a it's been a hot week. It's been a hot mess of a week. It really has. And you know what? When we were talking about it earlier in the week, like we're gonna talk about this, and then I was like, Snope, we need to stop. We're we're gonna decide like really by the seat of our pants what to talk about because that's how fast everything is moving. So we've got the latest information on Ivanka Trump, Melania Trump, and why can't I remember the last thing we're talking? Oh, social media, social media. Social media is always a topic of conversation, but let's it let's is. start with Ivanka because I know you and I have extremely different opinions on her recent what you're calling quote silence. So t- take it away, Heather. Let's hear your ridiculous thoughts on this. Okay, well, first of all, I don't know why you have to say, quote, silence. There's no quote about it. The woman was silent. And we're talking, of course, about this issue that has just swept our entire nation. Families are separated, like, literally at the border and also figuratively with the nation. Everyone is divided on this issue, I think. Um, But what we're talking about, Ivanka, is she got so much criticism for saying nothing when she is a, not only a White House advisor with a direct line to the president of the United States, given that she is his daughter, but she also works at the White House as a women and children's <laughs> advocate. And she said nothing for six weeks. And she got a lot of criticism. You may remember the Samantha B. feckless C word. Um, and that's where that all stemmed from was her silence. How could we forget? Um, but yeah, it stemmed from her lack of speaking about this and she actually didn't speak on this issue one way or the other until donald trump and this is the correct way to use quote unquote fixed it with his executive order listen whether you want to call it silence or not call it what you will i think it was called politics honestly let's be very clear you said it yourself it's her dad she works at the white house she's practically his right hand woman his right hand man also we all know that without it being written on paper So to me, she just played politics. There is no way as her father, who is also head of the executive branch, that she can go up on a podium or on social media and say, hey, dad, you need to fix this ASAP. And if the public really expected that, 
yourself included, Heather, I'm like, really? You really wanted her to stand up there and go against her boss and her father, who happens to be president of the United States? That is career suicide. I wouldn't even do that to my boss. Current, um, personally, yes, I wanted her to say it was an abhorrent and awful and traumatizing um, policy. But listen, I would have given her saying anything. I think it turned into, it turned into just like, where, where is she? It seems like she's not paying attention, which isn't a good thing, especially if you're a women's and um, children adversary in the White House. I would have taken anything. I didn't need her to get up there and say. I'm so against my dad on this, even though I would have liked that. That's not what we needed. We needed anything because I think the country, given that she is employed by the White House, I think the country deserves and has earned her words on this. On It doesn't matter what her side was. She just needed to say something, anything, or at least, hey, I'm working on it, or hey, I hear you, or hey, you know what? I agree with my dad on this one. At least we know where she stands. And I think anybody who works in the White House, it's imperative that we know what their agenda and what their feelings are. And we didn't this entire time. We still don't. All we know is that she thanked her father for quote unquote fixing a problem that he created, by the way. And that's literally all she said about it. We only know that she's aware of it that is happening we don't know her feelings at all i think the american people deserves to know what they're paying for but since when though like during the obama administration the bush administration social media was not nearly as prevalent as it is in today's presidency we never had expectations like that of previous presidents assistants administrative assistants right-hand men women daughters kids whatever you name it we never had that expectation to hear from them so why all of a sudden do we have this expectation of ivanka to come out and say something on this particular issue why is that an expectation? I think the president has set that expectation, being that he tweets every five minutes. In fact, I pulled up his Twitter. I pulled up his Twitter right now. He's tweeted in the last five minutes. So, I mean, he's he's tweeting, and I, I think I think everyone deserves to hear that. And when you're in the White House, and especially, listen, the White House works on public opinion. I think that we have seen that this week because Donald Trump quote-unquote folded. I'm going to keep using that because he didn't really do anything. But he quote-unquote... I'm rolling my eyes. I know you are. He quote-unquote folded on this issue based on public opinion. And I'm sorry, but perhaps the social media wasn't as prevalent in the last administrations, but it is now... Oh, mind you, uh, President Donald Trump just tweeted right now as we're speaking 41 seconds ago about the failing New York Times, of course. Um, but but I think now that we have that precedent, it, it we're there and you can't ignore it. Even Melania Trump said something and Melania doesn't technically have a job and she stayed pretty neutral, but at least we knew that she was aware about it. She was just, she Did you actually really went think against Ivanka her husband. wasn't aware of what was going on simply because she didn't tweet about it? Come on now, you are even smarter than that. You know what though? I don't know. I honestly don't know because Ivanka has proven to be pretty aloof on a lot of things. When she this this is an example, and I can't remember so what exactly the issue was. Deal now you just said it. She's aloof on a lot of topics of conversation. Why all of a sudden does it she, bother you now? It no, it's bothered me. It's bothered me for a long time. It's not just bothering me now. It's bothering me that we're paying for her 
in the White House and that she has a job that she clearly either has no interest in doing or doesn't know what she's doing. And either way, that should be fixed. I totally you know, disagree. You know, you know the president has taken really, really controversial liberties in putting his family in high powerful positions and I do not think that that is good for our country and she's just proof of that. I think Ivanka is brilliant. I think Ivanka knows exactly what she's doing. I've never been like... Yay, go Ivanka, or I hate her. I'm pretty actually ambivalent about her. But I do I do give her street cred. I do believe she is very, very intelligent and knows exactly what she's doing. And if you want to call her silence or call what she did silence, I think that was the game of politics for her. And I think it's one of those things where if you can't say anything nice, not that this was one of those situations, don't say anything at all. But I think this was a situation for her where her hands were kind of tied because whether she agreed or disagreed, coming out and saying one way or the other was not in the best interest of the White House administration. It really wasn't. Okay, but here's the thing that makes me so mad about you saying it's not best in the White House administration. This White House administration is in the White House because they ran on America first, and that is not putting America first. I'm sorry. I I disagree, because the second she got up there and said what you wanted her to say, which, let's let's face it, what you wanted her to tweet about was her not No, I wanted her... You wanted her... Personally, but I would have taken, I would have not criticized her one bit had she just said anything. Because at the end of the day, my... You might not have, but the entire country, I'm just saying... But she's in the White House. She's open to criticism. That's her literal job. This is not like we're not talking jobs numbers here. We're not talking restrictions on the EPA. This is a much more controversial topic of conversation. And I really think her even just saying, hey, folks, we're working on it. Hashtag, you know, immigration. That's like walking into a room, dropping a hand grenade and walking out. I think it would have been worse for the interests also of the American people. I just think she absolutely played it smart, took mama's old role. If I can't say nothing nice, I'm not gonna say nothing at all and just left it be. And honestly, I feel like had I been in her shoes where my father is also the head of the executive branch and he's following the attorney general's policy on this because at the end of the day, what else is he supposed to do in that moment? I'm gonna have to stand by him whether I agree with it or disagree with it. And behind closed doors, yeah, I'll probably give him a piece of my mind about Mm -hmm. it, just like I would my own boss or my own dad, Mm -hmm. but I would not take a public stance on it. Absolutely not. I think that it's her public duty to take any stance on it. You know what, and like I said, I, I would have probably criticized her personal opinion on it because I'm pretty sure that we didn't agree, at least publicly. I think that deep down, she does care, the same as Melania, and we'll get to her in just a hot second. I think she does care. And you can save face and you can play politics for the public if you want, but you still have to be public. You That is that is her job. That She works in the White House. She is an employee. She has clearance. And like I said, she either does not care about her job or she doesn't know what she's doing. And either way, that's a really bad sign. I'm still going to argue during previous administrations, we have never, ever, ever had this expectation of presidents, I'm going to say administrative employees to be tweeting or to be vocal. But like you said, let's, we're not going to agree on this. Let's be very clear. You and I are never going to agree on this topic of conversation. But when you're talking about a public stance, it's interesting you said it that way, because that couldn't be a better segue to what I'm calling, which I guess like you told me the whole internet's (laughs) calling it though. Jacket. Jacket. Here I thought I was brilliant, and I came up with that on my own. But I, can, I guess wait, I'm not but wait, smart. can you really put gate on anything and say you're original? Because like, what do we have? We, we deflate gate. What? 
I can't even think of all the other ones. Like, just put gate on anything. Watergate, hello, there's the big see, one. There, there, <laughs> there you go. Oh, goodness gracious. You can't see me right now, Kayla, because we are, I don't even know how many miles apart, but I put my, I'm put, I have my hands to my head and I'm rubbing my head because I just do not understand. I don't, I don't understand. Well, here's, here's why I, I bring up the word, you know, pu- a public stance. So for those of us who are living under a rock and don't know this story, to sum it up very, very quickly here, Melania Trump, a.k.a. the First Lady, she was going down to visit some of the detained children, immigrant children, at the border. I I believe she's going somewhere in Texas. I don't know the exact location. It doesn't matter. At the border. She was getting on her plane that was going to take her to the border. And while hopping on, you know, her flight, she's sporting this military Hunter Green-style jacket that on the back read, and it kind of looked like graffiti, I don't know how else to explain it, but in like white graffiti looking letters, it said, I really don't care, comma, do you, question mark? So very first speculation was, wow, she's wearing this jacket to go visit detained immigrant children at the border. Now to come full circle here, she got to the border, took off the jacket, made her visit, blah, blah, blah. This is what I think is important, Heather. Mm-hmm. She then put back on the jacket yep. to board back her plane to go back to D.C. So there's all kinds of narratives floating around on her intention of this public stance because let's also be very clear here. Mm-hmm. Melania ain't dumb. No. I don't really think any of the Trumps are dumb as much as people want to say they are. All of her wardrobes that she's ever worn, her wardrobe decisions have always been very intentional. Mm-hmm. And I think this one was too. Mm-hmm. I think the big question here is what was she trying to say? She was clearly trying to say something. There's there are literal letters. There are literal words. We just don't know who that message was directed to. And that's the frustrating thing. The first, of course, narrative is... The internet is a vile place. So vile. <laughs> the first, of course, is she doesn't care about the children, which she's, again, let's no. be clear. She's not that dumb, people. She's not wearing it because she don't care about the kids. That's just stupid. And also, I'm sorry, you, she she got on a plane and she went down there. Like, she clearly, clearly cares. And this matches her statement, which we, we had talked about this with Ivanka. She, Melania actually did go against her husband on this, which was pretty shocking um it it was it was against his policy but also pretty neutral um i was trying to pulling up exactly what she said but i can't seem to find it right now um but she basically said i do not agree with this separation Uh, we need to be strong but we also need to govern with heart is basically the gist and when did she say this just before like kind of when it came all to a, like a head earlier this week when the when the media was just really pounding it and people were really getting involved just before president trump took well, so her spokesperson says it's just a jacket there's no hidden message so you've got that one too donald trump then goes ahead and tweets one of your favorite things that he does and says that nope she's wearing this jacket because the message is aimed at the fake news media saying we don't care about fake news But then, of course, kind of going back to your point there, bringing it full circle, the new narrative. And at first, I didn't really believe this until I learned that she actually put the jacket back on after she left the border. The new narrative is she is wearing the coat with the the saying, I really don't care to you, and directing it right smack dab back at her husband. Because like you said, there was allegedly this conversation behind closed doors where she said, Donald, honey, my babe, don't you care about this? And his alleged response was, no, do you, question mark? So there you have it. Tons of narratives, whether or not any of them are true. 
I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. Hashtag jacket gate. Kayla. Kayla, you are fake news. You are completely fake news. You know for, uh, you know. How is that fake news? Those are all of the narratives. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you you're fake news because you know that uh, Melania Trump does not go and say, hey, babe, they hate each other. I'm sorry. They hate each other. Oh, oh honey, I still call you honey, and I don't always like you, so there you go. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, um, that's the narrative that I believe, too. And, it is, guys, it is so funny because we have been going back and forth about this and our different opinions. And then right at the same time, Kayla and I tweet, or tweeted, we texted each other the same narrative, and we were like, oh, my God. Wild? No, and again, funny. like I said, I don't know that I would have believed it. Except for the fact that she lit, like, because at first people are like, hey, did she know it was there? Did someone on her staff give her this wrong, like, hunter green jacket? Like, there's a lot of speculation going on. And at first I was like, hmm, I don't know. I can totally see someone doing that, you know? Shoot, if I didn't like who was the first lady, I would maybe try to do the same thing. I don't know. But but the fact that she put it back on, that's the part I'm like, dang, <laughs> you are totally rocking this coat for a, and again, we know it's not because of the kids and anybody who believes that, like take a step no. back and, and rethink no. that. They're Th- That's dumb. just dumb. <laughs> this is, I'm really believing it's at old uh, Uncle Donald, honestly. And here's, here's the reason that I believe it. It's because again, she went against her husband, even neutrally, she went against her husband on his policy that was getting a lot of criticism. And then she went and backed up the criticism, so to speak. But then she went to the border, which is an admirable thing to do. In fact, I'm really pissed off that the president himself decided to campaign instead of going down there himself. Like that, that really honestly pisses me off. So the fact that she went down there is actually something that should be praised. And she's picking up the slack for a man, hashtag feminism, yo. And you know, Donald Trump never said anything about it. He didn't tweet praise to her. He didn't say, thanks Melania for doing this. He didn't say, look at my beautiful husband, beautiful husband, beautiful wife for going down there. We care about these children, you see? He didn't say any of that, which is very unlike him. But again, him. here you are, and just so, like Ivanka. Are you really? I just it's it. It does really amaze me, and I don't mean yes, this in a mean no. way. That that's the expectation of people. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's the expectation. I'm saying that's the pattern because he does this. He praises Ivanka all the time. In fact, I'm on his Twitter again, and he he has said so many things. Oh, Ivanka just, uh, Ivanka, Melania just came back from blah, 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 and there's a little video about it, and it's very sweet. Like, this is what he's already done. I'm just saying he's breaking a pattern here, which is what makes me think that there that message was for him i'm not saying that she she doesn't have any expectations she's not an employee i that's what i'm saying i applauded her for going down there but usually that's followed up with trump himself praising melania and he I didn't just think it's time. important to remember what we're talking about we're talking about illegal immigration and border security this is not some fluff pca good for you for again I don't know, I'm going to throw out EPA restrictions, whatever, even to some that's really important. I don't know. It's not some infrastructure policy. It's not any fluff puff piece. This is literally what the Dems are going to run on in November. This is the biggest topic of conversation, I would probably argue, in our country right now. This is not, it's, a, it's an expectation, again, of any tweet, any congratulatory, yay, go you, honey, whatever. You know, I just yeah okay, Kayla. But st- but wait, but wait, but wait. You know, you know that Trump does not let any opportunity go to praise himself or his administration. What does he have to praise himself about right actually, now, though? There's so he signed an. Ex- there's still no legislation on this. There's really no praise to be given. That's right. why I'm saying like 
maybe when it all comes to a head and maybe there is some agreed upon legislation, which you and I also both know is probably not going to happen. But so that's why I don't think there's anything to be praiseful. Yeah, you went and visited them in a really crappy situation. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think there's praise to be given yet. Trust me, I think the man will tout it from the rooftops once there is. Well, I'm talking about her. And I would have thought, um, it, this whole thing, like, is very odd. And, like, personal, like, opinion aside, I'm just going off of, like, patterns here of what Donald Trump has done in the past and what Melania Trump has done in the past as well. But, um... I just think that this would have been a really good opportunity for him to show the the whole nation, the whole world. I mean, we got out of the the United Nations Human Rights um, advocacy, advocacy group for the whole world because of this issue too. Like Donald, they criticize us, and then the next day Donald Trump was like, "See y'all, bye." I mean, like the whole world was kind of watching this, so I felt like. From a PR standpoint and from strictly, as you put it, a politics standpoint, because he wasn't winning this, that would have been a great moment to be like, hey, guys, look, we still care. Look, we do care. We need the wall. We need strong borders. But we do care. I would have thought that's what it would have been. From a politics standpoint, it would have been a slap in the face to the attorney general, who is the one who (laughs) implemented this policy back in April. So, no, he can't go up there and say, bravo, honey. He can't. All right. I'm all right. So... But that this plays into both of our narratives. Well, I guess we had the same narrative, huh? I mean, it's just weird. It's just very weird to me, this whole situation. And I was reading on Twitter because um, my job, uh, if you guys are listening for the first time, I work at Yahoo, and my job is pretty much to monitor Donald Trump's Twitter every day. And my life has become increasingly more um, sad since then. <laughs> but it's not, it's not a happy thing lately. Oh, my gosh. But... Um, I completely lost my train of thought there on what I was going at, but it's it's been rough. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know, Heather. I don't know. I'm trying to save you, but I, I don't nothing. know either. I got nothing. I got nothing either. It's I needed a little more sleep. Well, it's 5 a.m. your time, so yes. That's... Wait, wait, I remember, oh, okay, I remember now. I remember now. <laughs> so going back to what my job is, I scan Twitter, and I... Um, I just go and like find reactions for tweets and this one person had a picture of Melania Trump in a jacket and then Donald Trump on the other side and she literally was like can you please work this out on your own time <laughs> that is no that is funny I will like, give them that like they they clearly like Donald Trump and Melania they have some issues <laughs> women not in power talking about women in power welcome back to pretty politics with your hosts Kayla and Heather All of a sudden, in the world we live in, with all these keyboard warriors who think they're all that in a bag of chips because they state their opinion online after reading one Google article, (laughs) which is true, all of a sudden, though, this difference of opinion, let's just you and I, for example, even though this isn't true, but obviously you're a liberal. Obviously, I'm a conservative. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, when that happens in today's society, it's like, "Mm, girl, I hate you. I have zero respect for you. I have Mm -hmm. zero tolerance for you. What is up with that all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know, but I, and you're not going to agree with me. So, uh, you know, I'm already, I already put the expectation on you to not agree with me, but I will say that Donald Trump has set a Ugh. whole new precedent on of first, first but no, wait, no, but listen, but on first social media, because we've never had a president who has been 
so open, so brash, so just speak whatever is on his mind. And he, like it or not, and I certainly don't, uh, he is the most powerful man in the country and the world, to you know, so to speak. So I think that that has opened up a place where people can be like, oh, if he says it, I can say it. Um, but then also... It's very extreme, and it's not just on conservative side either. I'm going to have to take a little slack for this for my own party as well and my own belief system, and I catch myself, and I really try very hard um, to catch myself, but the right says something that seems so outlandish, and this is not true of everybody. I'm just giving you an example, but the flag, the flag, respect the veterans. Like, they're going into, like, you know, one extreme, just screaming, 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 and then you have the liberals on the other side. We want our wedding cakes, our wedding (laughs) cakes. Like, you know, like, it's just, it's just seems so silly and comical, but, like, everybody's screaming louder and louder, and it's just, like, I feel like, also, we are very just so divided Either you're on this side or the other side. And that to me is very troubling. And I just, it's just, it's sad. It's sad. And it's not, it's in our day-to-day life, but it's also like so much heightened on social media because you do have that protection of anonymity. Anemone. That's good. good for fun. <laughs> you do. I know. I know, right? You have this. You don't have this expectation of actually like facing any consequences because you you type it on your keyboard and you walk away. You know. Well, I think I'll. I will give you, after hearing you out, because I am a sensible conservative. After hearing you out, I do place mm-hmm. a little bit of the blame, I guess, whatever we want to call it, on Donald. I see what you're saying. People see that he's doing it, so then I can do it. I get what you're saying there. I actually really do. But I also think the. I don't think it's blame. I don't think it's blame. I just think it's well, an explanation. Yeah, that, that might not be the, the perfect word to sum that up. But, but I also think a mm-hmm. big factor truly is just social media in general. Because we've all lived in yeah. a day, which I know you and I lived before Facebook. And then boom, you know, when we're in college, all of a sudden this medium comes out. And it's like, oh, wow. You know, so we right. kind of got to see a little bit of both sides. Maybe not as much as others. But it's interesting to me where before to, to get your opinion out, you know, you had to meet up a friend and have a cup of coffee or, or actually have a conversation mm-hmm. over a phone, you know, but then all of a sudden text messages come mm-hmm. out and then Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And all of a sudden it's just like the game just changed, you know, it made it so much easier mm-hmm. to be and say what we've all wanted to say, but felt like maybe we couldn't cause we had to say it to someone's face. Like for so long, we've all been so PC, you know? And now I just feel like right. we don't have we- to be as sick as that sounds we don't have to be online anymore mm-hmm. so people don't even care anymore which I get and I think is no terrible and I, at the end of the day I don't really think it costs you or I anything which is why I think we can have this podcast it doesn't cost us anything to be tolerant of each other and what I can't figure out is why the no. rest of the world can't figure that out well, here's what I've been dealing with lately, um, and Kayla knows a little bit about this and I'm gonna share it with you guys because my whole family um, I'm on the West Coast, but my whole family's on the East Coast, and we all grew up very, very conservative. And so it's very, like I said, we're dividing, we're separating families at the border, and, you know, theoretically in America as well. It's very true in my family, and we have very differing opinions, and we have for a long time. This isn't anything that popped up last week. Um, this is This has been going on for a while, but... So there's obviously like tension and things like that. But the problem isn't just the differing of opinions. It's the different generations and how I'm treated as not just a person who has a different political belief as you, but as a millennial and as someone who is younger than this 
other generation than even the social media generation. And that's what I'm struggling with so far. I want to read. I want to read something to you guys. And it's nasty. Ooh, with a tease like that, I want to hear I it. I get a lot of comments online. And you know what? And here's the thing. It doesn't bother me because I am in the online business. I did YouTube for many, many years for a company. And don't ever read the YouTube comments. They are they are the worst. So it really honestly doesn't bother me. And I also set myself up for that kind of stuff, too, because I do share my opinions very brashly on social media. So I expect comments and I expect people to disagree with me that's fine what I did not expect is this Heather Gardner you need to lay off politics leave the politics for the adults do your husband a favor oh this is when it gets good guys do your husband a favor put down your phone for 10 minutes meet him in the bedroom and do something for him for once I'm sure his I'm sure his arm is getting tired. You guys can see what he's talking about there. Mm -hmm. Um, Go have a few kids. Clean the house. Cook something. Be a good little girl and stop embarrassing yourself on here. Trust me, if you spread them just a little bit, your life will be better. Like our president said, let your husband grab you by the pussy. Oh my gosh. That is vile. That is awful. See, that's what I'm talking oh, about. And my dog dude would You hear my dog? She agrees. Like, dude would hopefully never say that to your face. But now, all of a sudden, I'm never. almighty and all powerful. And I'm going to say it to you online. And boy, that makes me brave. And that makes me feel good. I get to feel like I got it off my chest and told sister where to stick it. Which is so stupid. I was up. I was appalled. I don't think I've ever been so offended. And like, and this was like a, people say weird, like random people say weird things to me on like my work all the time. Like don't read the Yahoo comments either. They're crazy. But this was personal. This was on my personal Facebook account. He was a friend of a personal friend of me. And it just felt so dirty. Well, and there you hit the nail on the head. Here's, Here's what I think it comes down to. It's like, I get it. You want you want a difference on on policy or legislation or religion even. I'll give that all to you. You want to have differing opinions on that? Have at it, right? I'll even give mm-hmm. you that online. It's when it starts treading into that whole personal territory like, "Hey little girl, <laughs> go make your husband oh. happy." That's when I think <laughs> we're in a danger zone. It sounds so nasty coming from you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you, cuz you know I would never say that. So it's like totally foreign coming out of my mouth. But here but here's the thing, too. Like, this guy is older than me, clearly. Um, and now my parents, they're they're thankfully not so vulgar with me. But um, but I did this past week hear some things from my parents. My dad the other day just, like, just so nonchalantly, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm a sexist. And I'm just like, oh, what? okay. What was what's going what's going on here? And so then when I when I said what what did you say like what, it turned into this whole thing where it turned into him being like, um, you need to show some respect. And I was like, wait wait a second. I feel like this older generation. And it happened another time online this past week too, where this guy said, you don't respect me because we had a difference of opinion. And I was like. No, you, us respecting each other would be realizing that we do have a difference of opinion, but it seems to me that all of a sudden a difference of opinion to an older generation is a lack of respect. And that 
that's causing problems in my life personally. And I can't imagine that it's any better for other people who are maybe in my situation. Like, just because I think differently than you doesn't mean I don't respect you. It just means we are different, right? In my opinion. I, I'm with, I actually agree with you. I think it's just that ah. level, that level of tolerance. People, again, I'll, I'll take it back to, because uh, I was thinking about this topic of conversation. Like it doesn't, it genuinely doesn't cost me anything because I can still sleep at night soundly to hear your opinion out. It doesn't cost mm-hmm. me anything to be tolerant with you and with and the keyboard warriors online, you know? So I really don't understand the hate. And again, you want to argue policy and you want to argue, argue if the steel manufacturing industry is going down because of technology or not, or China or not. I don't care. It's the name calling, yeah. man. That is just totally uncouth. It's not classy. And no one's, no. I'm never going to hear you either. If you're just no. going to sit and name call, like I got, I'm going to hear nothing from you. I'm not going to take it in. So really what's the point? I genuinely enjoy like engaging in conversation with people who are like-minded and people like you, Kayla. I mean, I learn so much just from listening and it's not even just about policy. Like I can go and look up on Google what any policy actually means, but policy is only good when it applies to people's life and so it's important for people i think to understand hey what's good for you might not be good for me and here's why i I think that is so important because you know trump saying america first i i agree with that i think that we really need to be thinking about all of America first, but in order to do that, because we so we are so diverse, we have to listen to everybody. And when you just throw out name calling and tell me to spread my legs, I don't hear you. Well, and on that note, this is pretty politics, folks. <laughs> that can be when you tell me to spread my legs, can we put that in a promo? We can put. I can absolutely. Yeah, let's do a promo for sure. For sure, with a with some words like that, that hopefully gets a whole bunch of listeners. Well, this has been the Pretty Politics Podcast. If you've never listened to us before, we always end each episode with a little news and shoes. Who said politics were boring? It's news and shoes. Kayla and Heather select the appropriate footwear for the top three news stories of the day. Heather, what shoes are you wearing for Ivanka's, and I'm using quotes whether you like it or not, silence on the family separation issues at the border? I mean, she clearly don't care. So we might as well just wear the ugliest shoes ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly shoes because she doesn't care, allegedly? Yeah, she does. Please, please. If she would have cared, we're not going to get into this, but if she would have cared, <laughs> she would have said something. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to choose moccasins, and here's why. Ew. Yes, she is tiptoeing around this and playing politics extremely stealthily. So I'm wearing my moccasins because I believe she's just playing a simple game of politics, which is not very simple. But And so she's just tiptoeing around, doing her thing very quietly, very stealthily, because at the end of the day, if I can't say anything nice, I ain't going to say nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with moccasins. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we got for um, Melania? For Jacket Gate. I'm going to go with my smart, sensible penny loafers that have a little cute tassel on them. Um, I'm wearing these because I think that her jacket wardrobe decision was very smart, very calculated. She had uh, an absolute intention wearing it. Whether we'll ever really know 100% -hmm. her intention behind it, I know we can all make speculation. I think it was very smart, (laughs) and she did it on purpose. So I'm going with my smart, sensible penny loafers. You know what I'm going with? 
And this is thanks to probably one of your favorite um, celebrities, Kayla. Ooh, um, can't wait. Fox News' Laura Ingram. You know, oh yes, she tweeted a defense to Melania wearing the jacket by tweeting out that 10 years ago, this is not a joke, 10 years ago, um, Michelle Obama wore $500 sneakers to feed the homeless. So I'm going to put on those $500 sneakers and be like, excuse me, that is not the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> but, <Okay. laughs> but yes, okay. $500 sneakers to feed the homeless. And Melania wore a $39 junior section Zara jacket to go see, that says, I don't care, to go see migrant children. I don't know what she was doing. Do you think there's still some on sale? Yeah, I looked. I went on eBay. No, there are shirts that people have made. But I actually, you know what? I just want to know. I want to do an investigative report How did she get this jacket? Because like I said, it's $39 from Zara. It's from the junior section, but it's also from 2016. Where did she get this jacket? Well, if you can find where I can buy one, people let me know. I'm going to purchase oh one. Oh, my gosh. No. It for why would you? Why? Why? A few topics. Why would you do that? That just seems so insensitive. Kayla. Last news in <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Uh, we've got the difference of opinion online all of a sudden meaning a lack of respect. Well, I feel like these days I need to wear my army boots because it's nothing but a battle every time I log on. <laughs> well, and I was going to wear something similar, which are my rollerblades, oh. which by the way, because we moved recently, I have dug them out. I'm going with rollerblades because oh. it just it just feels right for this. Why? Because you, are you just like rolling just away? Like, Is that, that your thing? Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm not even rolling away. I'm just like rolling oh, over I it. See. I don't even care. Call me what you want. Do what you want. If you're going to insert name calling and nasty spread your leg Oof. comments, I'm not even going to listen to Oof. you. I'm just breezing by on my rollerblades. And because I don't know how to skate, so I couldn't pick <laughs> skates. Had to be oh, rollerblades. I, I don't know that I know either, by the way. Because <laughs> we're millennials. We're young and, and stupid, just, you know? We don't know how to do the old school just, skating. I feel like I'm just old. <laughs> I don't think I had enough coordination. <laughs> That also might be true. (laughs) This is the Pretty Politics Podcast. You can get all of our previous episodes and find more vlogs, pictures, socials, all that stuff at theprettypoliticspodcast.com. Yay! Yay! Well, this has been your Pretty Politics Podcast. From the cornfields of Indiana to the congested highways of L.A., thank you for listening to Pretty Politics with your hosts, Kayla and Heather.